Funkers. Hello, hello. It's off to work we go. You haven't been to work for about five, five to 15 years. Well, quite. <laughs> well, quite. Shirley, it's good to have you back. I did the intro by myself last week. It was very... No, I was going to say, how did that go? I, I bet you secretly no, loved enjoyed it. I it. Loved it. You loved it, didn't you? You thought you'd been thinking about yeah. plotting a solo career. I know what you're up to. There'll be more of those. There'll be more of those. <sighs> well, you might get away one day. You never know. <laughs> escape the you nest. You might have a poorly... You might escape the nest one day, have a pooling reception down by the rainy coast. You never know. You never know. Are you excited that I'm applying for my Dutch passport? Well, it's the first I've heard. Um, but that is exciting. You're trying to, you're There's getting... a 50-50 chance. So how who how are you entitled? My mother had a Dutch passport for years because she was born in Suriname. And if you have a Dutch mother and a non-Dutch father, you are entitled to a Dutch passport, however, comma. She renounced her Dutch passport a long time ago, so it depends. Because if it's too long, then I won't be able to get one. When did she renounce? I don't know. I need to ask her. But she lies, my mother. When I, I don't know, a few years ago. How many is a few? Yeah, a few About years 20 is 30. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I actually don't you want need... to ask her because I don't want to know the facts. How about you kiss goodbye to that passport? <laughs> I know, I know. How's your Irish one coming along? Oh my gosh, I'm in a kid. Well, the last time I looked online, they said we're just closed due to COVID and they've got such a backlog. Yeah. Because, because we have got Irish in our family. When I did say to my brother and tried to press him for my family's, um, you know, the important um, documents, he was slow as anything. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, to be sure, to be sure. He said it exactly like that. Um, and uh, yeah, so delay, delay, delay. This was before the Brexit yeah. vote came in because I'm always the person who doesn't think it's going to be okay. I think there is a chance that this is not going to be pessimist, okay. Pessimist, I think they call it. A pessimist. Um, I think they call it a pessimist yeah. or a realist. A realist. Mm. And um, no, because because I've been right on every single single one, including with Trump. When people, my, our very good American friend said, absolutely no way. I thought, oh, I'm not sure, actually. It's it's just, oh. Anyway, so um, we're in a very long queue now. So people were getting it within like a couple of weeks before the Brexit vote, as soon as Brexit came in. You can imagine the queue now. Okay, so you're in a queue. I'm in a very long queue. Fine. That's great. The listeners at home, you can't see me, but I've decided now to dress like a seven-year-old girl going to a unicorn party and actually it sort of does get me down because I'm just in leggings and sort of a big sweatshirt and I have lots of different variants on the sweatshirt and the leggings but I can't wear anything nothing else is comfy but I don't like the look it's kind of because how many how many months because you've lurched in people forget about your status oh I'm 30 weeks pregnant I found that out yesterday I mean I found out how many weeks pregnant I was Anyway, because I'm seven weeks, preg- seven months pregnant, I'm actually really in a, I'm very, very, seven and a half, I'm very uncomfortable. I, I'm finding it very difficult to breathe, actually, because apparently at 30 weeks, the baby hasn't descended, so it's right up in my lung, lung area. Mm. So, you know, anyway, my point is, I don't like the way that I'm dressing. I do look at myself in the mirror and think, this is how you dressed when you were seven. Okay, well, you look quite sweet. You do look virginal. You always you say look I look virginal. Though. But listen, I look like a 90s. I mean, I might as well wear... Maybe you look like a whore t-shirt. from the waist down. I don't a know. Whore? No, I don't look like Maybe. a whore. I wish. I wish. No, Maybe. I'm telling you, I look like a, I'm wearing a high leggings, a high tight jegging and, um, you know, a tie-dyed sweatshirt. And it's unacceptable. But there's nothing else I can do about it. I just, I refuse to wear that cheap maternity clobber and only a few months now and... She'll be out. I mean, if I mean, if only it were cheap. That's the thing. If only it were cheap. I mean, I material mean, viscose. 
Um, yeah, she'll be here soon. She'll be here soon. She'll... Just raise her as a girl. Just raise him as a girl and that will be fine. I will. I, I think it's the only way. Actually, I wanted to say there was a study extending women's reproductive years recently because, you know, everyone says, you know, after the 35, we're treated as if, like, you know, we're off the cliff. Um, but actually, 35 is a very outdated and unscientific figure. So basically, it was taken from data from French research back in the 17th century because... Apparently, one only one in three women don't get pregnant between 35 and 39. I'm sure there's a much better way I could have said that. But only one in three. The only thing is the quality of your eggs decreases slightly after 35, but not much. So actually, it's a huge myth that women after 35 can't get pregnant, can't conceive, have fertility problems. Yes, there are fertility problems, but you're more likely to have, you know, if you're going to have them, those issues, those issues might hit you at 18 as they will at 35 except the quality of your, your your earth might not be as good. That's the only thing. No, I I'd agree with that. It's completely outdated and needs to be um, reviewed, all this... Um, alarmist, alarmist information. <laughs> Who's the best famous person you've ever met? Best famous... You know I've met a lot of famous people. I know. Don't go into them all, we'll be here all day. I'm just saying, who's the just best the one you've cuff. ever met? Well, one really sort of a very memorable time I had was with um, Robin Penwright in Beverly Hills yeah. at the Four Seasons and we just spent the whole night I, 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 I know, know this one. whatever Why you tell her? Why no it doesn't matter audience? it doesn't matter but we just spent it was it, she was going through a crisis in her relationship she was going out with old uh, Mr Penn Sean Penn okay she was in the midst of deciding whether to leave him and she obviously just was she'd been drinking we were sat at table together and she just sort of attached herself to me probably because I was non-threatening I was not famous everyone in that bar was a-list like it was literally sure. it was a, a real head fart because you get are they my, are they my mate did I sleep with them am I related to them because you just can't cope because you just they're all your your childhood idols and um she just told me everything just every she just would not stop talking she goes I'm so sorry I'm so sorry do you want another drink do you want another cigarette and it was back in the day when we were just smoke chain smoking outside and she goes I'm just telling you things I really shouldn't tell you you can't tell anyone and uh, I was like uh, yeah great. so that, that's, that's a nice. good one in the sense that I wasn't walking up to her and going oh my god I really love your work and the house of cards hadn't even come out it was her latching herself on me going you are so unthreatening um, I would have been dressed like an absolute sandsack as well. I, I remember that. Maybe days. that's what she liked. She liked the no, fact that's that what I'm saying. Exactly I was right. unthreatening and she could just offload onto me. So that was a pretty cool one, actually. Yeah, that's nice. That's a proper conversation. That's great. Mm. How about you? Well, I think Adele was pretty cool. I had dinner with Adele. She was pretty cool. Not just me and her. There were about 10 of us. Um, but the person who I thought was really, really decent and actually we just stumbled upon having a nice drink together was Stellan Skarsgård. I was out with mm. my friend Mooms. We were having, it was her birthday, and he was there just basically just wanting to, I could see that he was, we're at the Soho Hotel, and he was wanting to have a chat with someone. So I went over and said, we met years ago through a friend of mine and a uh, a colleague of yours that you work with on a film, Mamma Mia. And he said, oh yeah, um, should we sit down? And then he proceeded to buy us carafe after carafe of red wine. Oh, he was just, And he was just a nice guy, you know, just a decent, knowledgeable, you know, and he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Me too. He didn't try and put his trotters in my um, tracksuit You're, bottoms. The thing is, it's quite a deterrent now. The look. The look now. The seven and a half months. Shirley, look this is was quite a long a time ago when I used to fix up, look sharp. I was not wearing. Oh, this I thought outfit. it was the. I thought it was this last week. No. You're talking about it. Was I just out with my mate Moobs? We met him. We bumped into. <laughs> no, he was up for no, a chat. This was years ago. This was about four years ago. 
No, not last week. No, please. Nowadays, it's different. People don't go out these days. You know, it's a very, very different thing. Um, so yeah, worst, worst, best, worst famous person you've ever met? Oh, I know your worst famous one. If you don't say him, then I, I don't know what, what's worse. <laughs> the fact that you're a liar <laughs> or the fact that there's actually someone worse. I was asking um, who your worst famous person is. My worst famous person is Gerard Leto. Oh, yeah. Because he, he, he's a liar and he's a predator. Okay. Who's your worst? <laughs> I just stopped there. No, I think that's good just to just let it let it rest. Let it breathe. Um, <laughs> we'll my, revisit it another time. Uh, we'll just dedicate a whole episode to the famous people we, we've almost met. Um, I think you know who my worst person is, but I'm not going to say do. him. I'm just going to say... I knew you wouldn't. I'm just going to say Mark Lamar. Ew. So dull. Well, he was really just rude to me once in balance. And and I just thought, you know what? He got me to sit down. He wanted to chirp to me. And as soon as he realised that I wasn't interested in his tiny wiener, um, he was just really rude to me. This is back again back in the day. (sighs) Nowadays, people wouldn't look at me twice. (laughs) I know. I love it. I absolutely love that I don't get looked at twice. Do you? I don't like it. I miss a wolf whistle. I miss a wolf whistle. I adore it. And I think I'm possibly the only one. But it came with bags of trouble for me. It came with bags of trouble. So I'm really relieved that no one looks twice. They might think twice. They certainly don't look twice. They certainly don't look twice. Is your son getting stiffies yet? Stiffies? Mm -hmm. No, yours has been having them for years. So if you're about to start gloating about your son's fucking bones... No, I'm not going to start gloating. I'm just saying that. I I want to know if your son's got stiffies yet. It's just a a very normal question to ask. He has a wee. He doesn't like, you know, look at his two mums and think, look at pictures of you and your willing on willing and get hard. Is that what you're thinking? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I was just in bed today with partners in the, in his bedroom and she just gets, Oh my god! Put your fox back in the box and it she goes, It's massive And then she's just calling me in. But he's got one all the time and I thought actually it's it going to be trouble. It's going to be is trouble it, later. Yeah, because it's that thing. It's that thing. By the way, it's absolutely normal not to have stiffies until you're about five. Um, so you can get concerned then. You're going to have so many stiff sheets you, around you, that house. Oh, do you know what I mean? I know. Uh, so many. Just break them in half. Just I know. Them away. Awful. Just, uh, but they, uh, you know, when parents don't know, you, you know, when your child grows up and they go, I, they're just, I just had no idea. There were no signs. A bit like, you know, our, our gay American friend who, who, when he did finally come out, you know, his mother and father were just so shocked. There were no signs. They nothing. must have been in denial. Not even the They're not not even the bar, bar mitzvah. You know, David on Broadway, or the fact that he dressed up in her, his mother's clothes, or the fact that he only yeah. wanted to play with dolls. Ignorance is nothing place. was a giveaway. But it's like me. It's just later when he becomes, like, you know, either a sex addict or a serial wanker. Literally, just wanking the whole time, or a predator. Porn addict. She's going to be a porn, yes, porn addict. addict. And I go, there were, I just don't know how it happened. There were no signs. <laughs> he was always a normal sort of like, he kept himself to himself. I mean, he now, even when he goes to the loo, he just, you know, he doesn't, before he used to just direct by moving his hips. Now he just grabs his shove. He's just, it, he looks like a man who's just been handling his member so many years he knows his way around it so well yours and mine are like chalk and cheese mine doesn't know how to get it out in the wild he doesn't he's just not used i said to my husband you've got to show him how to get it out and to shake it my husband's like he'll figure it out i was like just show him for goodness sake he's not used to it's like it doesn't belong to him it's so sweet it's so uh it's it's just isn't it so funny just to watch it because we're two months as well it's like okay yeah i have you know i have lay with a member 
in my time as has the winning partner but it's been a long time and also you just I'm She's so had more relieved. members than I've had odd dinners well quite <laughs> and um and it's it's something I'm sort of like I'm really relieved that he's a real chap who knows his way around his member that yeah. I don't have to you know he and he's very clear that he he's a boy he has a willy and women have foofs and that's that laughter um, to tears is all I can say laughter to tears <laughs> Have you seen the famous house, the Royal Tenenbaums? The set of the Royal Tenenbaums house is now up for sale. It's $20,000 a month, six beds, four baths. It's in Manhattan. Very nice. Up for rent. Yeah. Really lovely house. It's sort of listed. I'll look it up. They don't call it Grade 2 listed because it's not the UK, but it's similar. But it, it, I, you know, It's one of my favourite films, the Royal Tenenbaums. And as I've said it, I'll say it again. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Your willing partner's family remind me of the Royal Tenenbaums. They're all very gifted, very different. And you know they're all very competitive, aren't they? They're, I know there's something else because I saw them down in Devon. Down in Devon. How was that? Um, was it nice to them, be away? It was so nice. It was so so lovely because I got treated like an elderly sort of ninety-year-old royal with gout. They didn't let me do anything. I can and see you sitting in my... that role quite quite soon, and probably that's where you're going to stay for the rest of your and days. And it's it's amazing because they all sort of comment like sometimes my wedding partner goes, they all just treat you like you're sort of a member of the royal family, and they just don't no no don't let her do anything. I feel so you know Duchess of Peckham. The Duchess of Peckham. Oh <laughs> just like, I mean, it's just amazing. Just like the way I'm fed and special food for me and everything because of all these weird dietary requirements. I'm and I hate those people and I'm one of those people now. But even in one of the sort of brothers' house, the, the the wife just immediately after eating takes me upstairs and had made the bed, opens the bed. She goes, "Radio Four is there." There's the television. Drew the blinds. Wow. Eye masks wow. and with the so tea, your... with the mint tea, oh, wow. and she just and then she. She sat me down and laid, laid down. me down, and I wasn't really ready to have a straight after re- straight after your meal. You just have to go horizontal <laughs> with the eye patches on. And then and then at the you know at her parents' house, it's like the the father won't let me carry anything. They won't let me take a cup to the sink. You know he's on dishwasher and he clears up, and the mother does fantastic cooking. It was just that you just sit down there, Marjoram. Gets me a book, a rug. <laughs> they put rugs on me. Everyone's just and it's oh, just wow. how. Meanwhile, my wooden pallet's just running after our son. Doesn't stop. Not a five minute break for her. Hoops, hoops under yeah she's got sweaty hoops sweaty hoops but they're both you know as her mother said she doesn't stop i mean they both wind each other up and they go 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 and i said they really do she's got the All energy day. she's, got, the she's energy. got youth on her side i tell you what well that's nice i'm glad you were looked after everywhere everywhere you went i really were i really were God. and there's one place actually i have to say in terms of recommendations because i have not watched anything new be it TV or film, I'm just continuing with the same old motherland and mayor of East Town. Oh, I love mayor of East Town. Now it's coming to the end, isn't it? And I'm just really, yeah. I'm loving. One ep left. Gosh. One ep left. Uh, it, it it licks along, doesn't it? The pace. Oh, all, I love so it. All sorts, all sorts happens within five minutes. But there's, um, we were on the south coast of Durham by the sea in a lovely little cottage. Pissed down my brain the whole time, but I still got in the sea. Got my wetsuit on. You're so brave doing that, getting on that jolly you know, outfit. I, I would I never do it. I don't like it though. You know I don't like it, but once you do it, you're always so pleased you went in. Like there's never a regret. You don't go. I wish I never went in. You go in. You get that was amazing. But the idea of it is just so haunting. But what are our options? Where are we going? We're not going to the med anytime soon, are I we? I just dip your hairy in toe water. into the water and then come back out again. That's enough for me. I don't have to go in to come out. The worst thing is, especially in a wetsuit, you're then wet and you're cold and you've got to slip this. Oh, you've got to slip it off. Weirdly, it's very warm, like almost too hot when you come out if you just keep it on. 
I don't know what sort of cheap suits you've been wearing, but this one is extremely. I, to be fair, it's been about ten years since I was in Cornwall. Extremely um, effective and extremely overpriced. I'm sure that's um, uh, but it's top of the range. It, it's my way, uh, but there is a, my recommendation is if anyone goes to the south coast of Devon and ends up in Topness, which is a uh, uh, you know either you know Topness or you don't. Um, its reputation precedes it. And um, there's this pub called the Bull Inn, which is a, an organic and ethical pub and hotel. It's multi-award winning and uh, the food was outstanding. And I think that was, well, actually we had a couple of meals out, but we ate outside in one and this was the first interior dining experience. Excellent, excellent. She's this woman, um, Geeti Singh Watson, who actually set up the first certified organic pub in Islington. I think the Cambridge, the Duke of Cambridge in Islington. And she then met this farmer. She grew up on a commune herself in Herefordshire and is all about the ethical way of living. Met an old farmer, moved to Devon, set up this one, and it just has it just wins all the awards. And she's, I mean, she's won Asian Entrepreneur of the Year, Businesswoman of the Year, Publican of the Year, and she's even got an MBE for her services to um, pubs. And all four of her pubs have just, you know, swept the board with all the awards. The food is outstanding. We couldn't believe. A bit too salty for me now that I'm off the sodium, but um. I overlooked that. So if ever you're in Totnes, you must visit the Bull Inn. They must have a good. Recommend. They must have a good harvester carvery there as well. Surely, P- perhaps, perhaps. Sure. Apparently, people laugh. You know, when you when you say Totnes, you're either a fan or you're not because they're just so over the top there. Like I think, just you know, even Brighton isn't a good example of just how ethical and organic they are, and everything is locally sourced, and they're really. Loads of people have moved actually from London. Of course they have. Um, over there, and it's just one of these places that you either love or hate it. Um, I loved. I only saw a bit of it, and it was raining. It was raining, but it was lovely. It was right nice. That's good. Do you know I am a GM? It's a geriatric millennial. Have you heard of these? I have. I have. Tell they were more. talking about a woman's hour this morning. That basically, if you're born between 1980 and 1985, you are called a geriatric millennial, which means you're used to things like landlines. Um, you're also used to life without technology. You're not necessarily that good at it. Thank you. Um, examples of GM, Sienna Miller. Kate Middleton, these are all women who are 39 turning 40 this year or they've just turned 40. Alexa Chung. Um, And apparently a trait of a GM is the fact they only wear comfy shoes. Oh, that wouldn't say. Oh, yeah, that is you actually. That is me. I never wear You can't be pissing around with heels when you're 62. No, I can't. It's just, that's just, you know. It's bad manners. Obscene. It's It's bad manners. It's absolutely obscene. I have three pairs of really decent heels and I've kept them for at least 20 years. You look like you're on stilts. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> but these days, I went to a I went to a fiftieth party in Paris last whenever, but pre-pandem, on a boat on the Seine, and I wore my best outfit. I looked fabulous, but I am. I did wear my old trainers, and they thought it was the most fashionable. Oh, ça c'est incroyable. Ça c'est très chic. Hein? Non mais Pascal. Non mais le j'aime bien le pompe. Hein? J'aime bien le pompe. And they were just old, dirty <laughs> trainers. And I thought, you know what? Yes, I pulled it off. Thank you. Well, I think very tall birds like yourself pull off that look when you have a nice outfit and then you just wear yeah, Le Pomp. Yeah, I suppose it's you really just not, to, not everyone, yeah. a five foot nothing stub can't, can't pull that look off, especially with a chunky anklet. Not saying I've got one, but I've heard that people do. Some people do. Some people do. You know, do. those heavy set ankles. It was so funny. My brother the other day, we were joking around. He's divorced from his wife now and he has a 13 year old son. And we were joking around that maybe he wasn't the real father. And I said, sadly, sadly for you, dear brother, you are definitely the father because your son has my ankles. 
heavy set. A cankle, I think we call it. Neither a, neither a calf or an ankle. I haven't seen them for ages, actually. Oh, they're they're beautiful. They're they're they're, they're to be admired. It's a shame because I never liked my own, but I look at his and I go, gorgeous, absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. Do you remember mm-hmm. our time in Palm Springs? I do. Are you about to tell me that it's our anniversary this weekend or something? Oh, it is. It's our anniversary on the second of June. I'm not taking you to Palm Springs. How many um, years has it been? Five. Oh, don't be ridiculous. No, it is 14 years, me and Lee. I'm talking about since we were in Palm Springs, Doris. How am I supposed to remember? It was definitely before the kids, BC, before the crisis. <laughs> yeah, I think it's four years. Because I, I came across years. a picture and yeah, I was four lying years, down. I think I've been married year. four years this year. With th- actually, weirdly. Was... Go on. My... Okay, go whatever. on. No, go on. Um, my anyway, was my... so flat and so bronzed. I was so well, gorgeous. It was, it was. I was just delicious. Mm. It's just it's been a while, so definitely BC. Shirley and I flew to Palm Springs, Paula Wacon. We went on a Friday. We came back on a Monday. Oh no, actually, I think there's, I think we did five days out there. Anyway, it was really nice. We got on a PJ. It, PJ's a private jet. I right? mean, it was really an we amazing weekend. Okay. It was really an amazing weekend. Um, and yeah, it's just one of these places. We basically, we stayed in an apartment and this is the last, cause I realized we've, we've done a lot of name dropping this, this app, but we stayed in the apartment that Lady Jaja had just been staying in. Just saying, just saying, let's leave it there guys. Let's leave it there. Yeah. Well, I haven't, I haven't, I did have actually something to say about Palm Springs. Go on then. Um, so what they're doing is setting, um, a, up a 26 statue of Marilyn Monroe in Palm Springs outside the um the Palm Springs Art Museum. Okay, now this has completely divided the the city. More people not in favour than in favour, mm. and it's that it's that um pose, her famous pose from the um uh, you know with the white panic, dress blowing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly from the, the I think the film The Seven Year Itch. Twenty six feet. If you can just try and imagine that, it's humongous. And it had spent she'd spent some time. The the statue had spent some time in Palm Springs. I think for two years between the years of 2012 2014 and it had done really well for the tourism and that's what the uh council are hoping is going to happen this time post-pandemic it's going to draw in a uh, a crowd however protests are happening every day because people are saying look at her you know this is this is so outdated it's misogynistic it's sexist it's just celebrating as a sex symbol it's a monstrosity um, it's really kitsch. It's at odds with the, you know, cultural diversity and progressiveness of Palm Springs. I thought, gosh, I really recall Palm Springs being very kitsch. Really our, kitsch. And, yeah, it was and our choice of um, destinations, perhaps, in a really fun way. But, but, but it's I, very I would 70s. think everyone was sort of 107. They had skin like pork sausages. They were tattooed up to the nines. They were very, very bronze. All the women in the 90s were wearing sort of hot pants and crop tops. <laughs> and there was like um, like bootleg Shania Twain in the corner just saying, yeah. that don't impress me much. Exactly. We sat down to surf and turf, that $150 yeah, exactly. a plate. tacky the backy. But I think that's because we were out of season because it was just, just before it's the festival. What's the festival called out there? Coachella. Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. So I think you get all the all the stars, all the youth, them, everything in Coachella. Then it was just over, so we just literally had to do with the deal with the debris. And that's when all the old residents come out. They hit. Well, it was actually a bit too hot for golf, wasn't it? I mean, it was like forty degrees every day. It's desert. It's, it's abs- desert, and it was June. And I and I'm very happy in the desert because <laughs> my blood hails from there. And it's dry. It's lovely the desert. You don't get too overheated because the air is dry. It's sort of breezy. Anyway, who cares? But. Um, yeah, they're up in arms, and I just thought, how how funny! And they're, they're yeah, they're out just shouting, "Hey, hey, ho, ho!" Marin has got to go, 
And um, yeah, and the art museum is furious because they say it's right in front of us and it looks like we've curated this shit. No thanks. And meanwhile, the council are going, well, it's staying and we're going to give it three years and, uh, and look at the data, wrap it up. Okay, the producer's <laughs> saying, wrap it up, wrap it up. I realise I'm going on. I don't know how going to stop. Stop me, Shirley. Stop no, me, no, no. Shirley. I've stopped her. I've stopped her. We're obsessed with French dramas is all you need to know. I've recently got into one called Inhuman Resources, which is on Netflix with Eric Cantona. And it's very good. It's about Alain Delambre. Unemployed, 57, he's lured by an attractive job opening, but things get ugly when he realises he's a pawn in a cruel corporate game. And I have to say, my unwilling willing was like, let's watch this. I gave it two eps. It's very, very good. And it's based on a true story. So, guys, Eric Cantona not only was a fantastic footballer, apparently, but um, he's also a very good actor. And it's actually a very, very good story. So um, I highly recommend that. And as I say, I'm obsessed with... I like to call it Mayor, Mayor Street, but what's her? What's it called? Mayor of East Town. Yeah, she's Kate the Great. She is just so watchable, isn't she? Can go. I just? Can I just say um, I want to just give some travel tips, okay? Because we did a five-hour car trip to Devon yeah. with a toddler, and we haven't done that for a long time. You know, it's been over a year since we've gone anywhere, and things have changed. What they what what he did then in the car, he doesn't do now. Like he doesn't take naps. For, so you've got five hours of entertaining a toddler in the back here are some of my tips actually a friend of both of ours suggested to me and um they do work and this is before of course you get the ipad out you have to you have to sort of you know just hold off as long as you can go on then so packing so i had it in his rucksack i packed all his treats that he didn't know were in there one being an old wallet so you just get an old wallet but better with a zipper or a clip something they can play with and you just fill it with old cards old bank cards, a couple of passport photos, they like that, and just like fill it with loads of treats and they undo the zip and then they're looking at cards and things. That went down well. An old makeup bag, again, with a little zip and just any old pots that you have with just a little, you, what you don't want them is getting your lipstick out and just putting all over the seeds in their face. So anything that's run out, any tubes that are just, just so they can take lids off. Brick and brack. Have, get your brick and brack Yeah, brick and you're just yeah. looking at, you know, things like this. I had a couple of new toys that are wrapped up. Anything that just occupies them opening, you know, things don't open it for them. There are now age-appropriate magazines, which are amazing. He just looks through them and all his favourite people, you know, Hey Dougie, Peppa Pig. Jojo and Grand Grand, yeah. Jojo and Grand Grand, it's all in there. And I did take the Otto on board. Okay. And he listened to that for a bit. He just held it in his hands and was changing around the cards. Then I had to deploy the iPad. Um, he went absolutely mad for the last sort of 45 minutes, lost his shit. But otherwise we got through four hours and something. And it really is long. It's, it's too long. Are you ever tempted to take him out of his seat and have him with you on your lap? Whilst we're hooning 70 miles down the motorway? Absolutely not. Your winner, winner? Getting out of town. Yeah. Getting it, even though it pissed down, we did have a break in the sunshine and just just changing up the routine. Changing it up, sure. Yeah, really, really important. What's yours? My winner-win is the fact that my son has been having the time of his life. He um, got on a train with my mum on Monday. His gra- his My um, unwilling willing's parents took him to the Transport Museum last week and he absolutely loved it. So he's been on a bus, he's been on a train, he's actually got on... You know, he's just had the time of his life. Now the museums are open, he's been taken out and he's just having the time. And every time he goes to these That's places, great. he obviously comes back with another 10 vehicles. He's so spoiled with these vehicles and it's just, it's, it's too much downstairs. Where'd you put him in the ass? Exactly, where'd you put him in yeah. the ass? But he's having the time of his life. Dead duck? Dead duck. Um, yes, uh, bedtimes in a new place, 
very, very difficult. Am I right in thinking that your son actually called to you and said, Mama, I need better bedding? Not in those words, <laughs> but he is used to a higher thread count sure. um, than what um, the holiday cottages provided. Sure. Okay. And um, I and now we, I mean, we're going away this weekend to Norfolk um, with, with your good selves, and I will be bringing his bedding because it the bedding you smelt really musty. Going to take it? What are you taking, taking the his, duvet? The, the I'm Hungarian his duvet. duck down goose. It's wool, and I'm taking his uh, duvet, and I'm taking his pillow, and because we, you know, I've got I've got bedtime down, I've got bedtime down pat, and it was taking us an hour and a half to get him down. The Helsinki sunlight coming through the window, a new space. He's so excited. These aren't my sheets, and then sort of going ew, and running around the room, and it made me think because I've been I've been thinking about getting him a toddler bed without um you know prison cell subblock H, and um absolutely no way. He's no, staying in no, that cage no. until. Yeah, there's no point. Now, why to change it up? Why to change it up? Well, ours is slightly smaller than yours. It's one of those stocky, smaller ones. Ours is a really expensive Scandi one. It's just slightly smaller than yours, but we're actually going to get the big one as well before we do get the proper... So we're just going to spend a little bit more money before we settle for the one we want. Well, quite, (laughs) yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, What's your dead duck, dear woman? Laundry. I just do so much laundry now that I'm potty training. I, I always just, there isn't a day I think, oh, today would be a nice day to do laundry. I'm the blacks, the whites, the colour reds. I'm constantly got my head in that drum and I'm hanging. And, you know, my back, I just, I just find it so boring. And yet still, I want it done, don't I? But I bought myself a steamer. I might have mentioned this. I bought myself a steamer, which is quite small. So instead of ironing everything now, I steam stuff. And I'm just talking about the mm. occasional blues on, or maybe, you know, if my son's going... <laughs> in his Sunday best, now we go church, I might steam something for him. But yeah, anyway, listen, it's an absolute bore. It's an absolute bore. And also I suppose... Domesticity yeah. Yeah, getting just, to you. Yeah, but it's the laundry in particular. I don't mind putting it in, but taking it out and hanging it up and then taking it down and then sorting it out. If anyone so out how many, there how many, wants so to how help many, me. How many days a week do you do laundry? Every day. You put the laundry on every before, day? Yeah, before we did this podcast, I spent an Lots hour and a half. Hell. Yeah. Because, Don't you, I mean, that's newborn territory. Well, but the thing is also, to be fair, I have taken all the newborn shizen from the loft. So I am putting, I'm sorting that through. We do a, a, a wash once a week. I on know. You, when you say we, is it, is it, yeah, the washwoman comes. Exactly. She comes once but a week. But do you know what, my dear? I do put all the laundry away. Okay. That's the boring it's bit not... for me. That bit for me is really boring. Yeah, anyway, I was doing this. Yeah, okay, sure. Enough. I know, I've just had enough of doing domestic, domestic, domestic about the domestic. Exactly. Shirley domestic about the domestic. We are spending the weekend together. We're going to North North Norwich, otherwise known as Norfolk. We're going to the Norfolk Brawls <laughs> and we're going to get on the Japonica 7, which is a sailing boat. Shelly does a... watching. Are you going to come and, uh, seal watching or not? Are you going to back out of that? I'm going to... I, I, I'm being forbade. Ah, forbade. Okay. So I won't be going on well, the seal, but I won't. Oh, Absolutely. But the, the worry is, is, that, is that it might set off a vertigo attack and we just can't. Is, is it worth it? Are you going to sit in the car and listen to Radio 4? Or if it's a nice day, I might just sit outside and wait for you guys and read yeah. a book. And it's only an hour. Lovely. We'll let you know how we get on with this, guys. The seal watching, meal times. Shelley and I are both on different rhythms and we've both been asked. We urge you to bubble. Um, Shelley's got a sitter, I don't. Plus ça change. Plus ça change. Okay, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back. We will. Watch out, guys. Watch, Watch out. out. Keep safe. Thanks a heap. Keep smooth. Thanks a heap. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye now. Bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.